Welcome back to Let's Get Haunted with your host, Oogle Bear Bloobly and Allie Terry. <laughs> hey guys, Merry Christmas. It's Christmas today. <laughs> we're a little loopy. We're a little, we're a little out there this episode, but that's how you know it's going to be a good episode. I bet you guys didn't think we were going to post today because it's Christmas. It's not strong. I, I'm going to be real mad if this is a good episode and everyone's like searching on Twitter. They're like, I wow, who is oogly boogly? <laughs> no, it's just Nat Strawn. It's Nat Strawn. At Nat Strawn on Twitter. I'm at DogMomUSA on Twitter. At the Ale Terry on Instagram. What are we doing? What is this episode? This is a bonus episode. We asked you guys to send in questions because this is the goddamn season finale natalia this is, is the end of season one. Oh no what do we do well, is it romeo and juliet style ending we just kill ourselves and there's no season two is that no, what you're trying to say you pretend like you killed yourself oh and, and then, then you actually, actually kill, kill yourself and then oh, you're like oh that's i'm like Fuck. and then you kill yourself no but then i necromance you and your like ghost that's stuck in limbo has to be on this podcast for the rest of your life it's literally your nightmare oh okay since it's christmas today is christmas today is fucking christmas day little baby jesus in his basket floating down the river that was moses little baby jesus floating <laughs> in his river he grew up to be a man and parted the red seas that was moses jesus, jesus with the ten commandments on top of the mountain <laughs> Natalia, open your open this this is i went to the p.o box we got some mail what is this is this anthrax i don't know I'll read the read the who it's from oh i'm not opening this it says it's from good night guy okay you want me to open it you want to open up something from good night guy i'll open it i'll just hold my breath i'll open it all right good okay. night guy all right here we go asmr i'm shielding drawn a protective white light circle around my body I know who this is from. Listener story episode like one or two. There was this guy that wrote in about playing with a Ouija board at a cemetery. Do you remember that? Yeah. And he said he's going to send us the haunted planchette. No. This is he for sure. He sent it? Yeah, this is for sure the haunted planchette. Okay. Uh-uh, no. We're sending this back. No, we're no. keeping it. Okay, okay you I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the letter out loud. <sighs> Fuck, why do we have this stupid podcast? <sighs> hey, LGH. Sup in good night, guy, a.k.a. Matt. I sent in the Ouija listener story, the one about burning the board after, and the word yes staying unburnt. This is the planchette used that night. I kept it on a block of wood with a prayer carved into it. I'm sending with it a mini mezuzah, like ooh and oh, he's telling me how to pronounce it, mezuzah, with a mini mezuzah. Sorry about terrible handwriting. Blame law school. And if you're ever in the East Coast... Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, what up? <laughs> and if you're ever on the East Coast... Hit up the attached card. I I co-own a production startup. Keep on haunting, Matt. P.S. Totally not liable for any ghosts or demons enclosed. Matt, send a dick pic next time. No, Matt, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, You would Matt. rather have a haunted planchette. Than a dick pic? Yeah. Okay. Look, I'm haunted by dick pics in my average life. That's true. In my haunted life, I need something a little more interesting. I can't believe you're hol she's holding a fucking planchette right now. Thank you, Matt. This is a mezuzah. Oh, good. So see, he's neutralizing the haunting with the mezuzah. Oh, very nice. And now we have the haunted planchette. No, you have it. Look at this. No, you have it. I think we should keep it in our recording studio that we don't own. That's and true. only rent on occasion. Thank you, Matt. Thank so you, nice Matt. That's you. super nice. And then Natalia, I got you a Christmas present. No. Mm -hmm. Why'd you do this? Because you're going to see when you open it. 
It's a big long thing. I'm guessing it's gonna be a poster of some sort. It it is a poster of some sort. <laughs> oh, that's so sick. That's so cool. It's it's a poster of me and Alyssa. Alyssa is a mermaid and I am a goobe. Yeah. <laughs> and it says let's get haunted. Awesome. I'm from Island Moore and you're from Haunted Ohio University. Oh, I'm a goobe. Yeah. And you're Moore. I love it. Thank you, Alyssa. Yeah. This um, is awkward because I didn't get you anything. No, no, no. I got myself one of them as well. So that was me astral projecting into your mind telling you to buy two of them. So yes, you're welcome. Exactly. So you got me one. Do you like my gift, Alyssa? I love it. Thank you. We'll post it on the Instagram. Thank you, Nat for from both yeah. of us. this is sick Thanks. yeah i think it's pretty pretty fucking sick now are you ready for the q a sure so that's the first question i asked you guys and so did natalia for questions on instagram twitter some of you emailed us questions so all of them are put here on index cards i actually have not read the majority of them and you're just gonna pull from the pile anyone that you see fit it's kind of like a tarot card reading but it's questions so you can just read it out loud and then you can answer first and then i'll answer what's your favorite horror movie my favorite horror movie probably is the conjuring honestly mm. I, the conjuring scared the shit out of me yeah i've seen that movie maybe like five times i think it's probably one of my top five horror films does favorite mean you can watch it over again or does favorite mean it scared you the most to where you never want to watch it again well i love scary movies so i think conjuring probably scared me the most but i, w- I will watch it voluntarily i love it I think The Ring probably scared me more than anything, but I was just at that age. I always thought there was going to be these like hands from under the bed, so I have to like jump on the bed. Yeah. You know, that one was pretty scary. I also really liked Insidious. And I really liked The Wailing, but... Oh, The Wailing was scary. Yeah, in, that was a good one. Like, Insidious is one that I can watch over and over again. Mm-hmm. The Wailing is one that I can watch over and over again. The Ring, it kind of, like, loses its potency after one watching or one viewing. The scariest part of The Ring to me is where they turn that girl around in yeah. the chair and her face just, just, like, flashes across the screen and it's all, like, deformed and, like, de- yeah. decomposing. And Yeah, I hated that part, yeah. too. The scariest part of The Conjuring for me was where she's standing underneath a tree then the camera slowly zooms out and there's just somebody hanging from the tree mm. that scared that sh- absolute fucking shit out of me the wailing fucked me up because i couldn't figure out what was happening there was also a language barrier i haven't seen it in a long time i saw it right when it came out but i do remember that it was very scary and it had something to do with a spirit coming into a small village right yeah so it was a uh, this weird man that lived around the village and he was like eating decomposing goats and stuff oh that's right yeah and he was just like this kind of like creepy old dude and then they went into his little place where he lived and he had all of these satanic decomposing heads and weird like spiritual shit and whatever yeah it was a lot okay i'm pulling the next card this person says i want to hear more about your day jobs i know nat has mentioned she does pilates and ali's mentioned she does hr maybe one haunted story from each of their jobs question mark Why do you want to know about my day job? I fucking hate my day job. So every day that I go to my day job is a haunted story. Okay, well, um, what about a haunted story of you on set? So I produced this pilot a few years ago that um, me and my friend wrote. And while we were in the apartment going through kind of like marking where we would need to have lights set up, there was like a noise and my like dog looked out the window. Come to find out somebody had jumped off of the roof and committed suicide oh, and right. was laying. I, we lived on the ninth floor. The pool was on the fifth floor. So they were like laying like four 
floors beneath us dead. Then all of a sudden I hear uh, ambulance. I was like, hmm, that's weird. And at the same time, the guy that I was dating that we were living together, he calls me and he's like, hey, somebody jumped off the roof at the building. Are you there? And I was like, yeah, I'm there. And he's like, yeah, someone apparently jumped off the roof and they're oh on the God. pool. And we were like, what? I relayed this information to everybody and it was kind of a moment of horror as we all looking at each other and we're like right next to the balcony. So we knew if we wanted to, we could look over and probably see it. Right. No one did except for my camera op guy. He looked over the edge Oof. and saw it. And then he was just like, yeah, never said anything else about it. I Yeah, I would do the same thing that you did, which is not look. I would, there's no way I would ever want to voluntarily have that burned into my brain for the rest of my life. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty haunted. That's super haunted. That whole building that you lived in at that time was pretty fucking haunted. Yeah, and somebody recently got murdered there. Yeah, that's too. what you were saying. Yeah, it was just kind of like a building that... It was a bunch of people who lived in that building in downtown who were like, they like dressed really flashy. They wore, they were Miami. That's how I describe it. Like right. they like like to wear really nice brands. They're driving nice cars. They had questionable jobs. Who knows? There was a lot of drug stuff coming in and out of there. And I know this now. It's been confirmed because the person who died there a couple months ago was shot. Someone goes into the elevator, the freight elevator with this person, shoots them and then leaves. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a hit. And then they moved 250 pounds of marijuana from his apartment yeah that's definitely a hit yeah so there was like a very high energy radiating from this place yeah and the reason that we lived there is because it was fucking cool that's why everyone wanted Ew, to live it was there. in the center of the action in downtown la yeah, and like high rise it was high rise it had like just windows all, all around, around. Mm-hmm. yeah it was a cool setup but, yeah that was a cool spot but it was it worth dying over? <laughs> no, no 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 definitely not it's probably a good thing you got out of that haunted energy situation yeah i'm trying to think if i have a haunted story that i haven't already told on this podcast from work i mean because i've already talked about the ghosts that was seen at one of those one of the ranches by the security guards and then i've already talked about a crashed car remember that lady that crashed her car what about the girl the ghost basically I had hired some people to be on night shift in a hemp field and because people are dumb and they think that hemp and, hemp and marijuana are the same thing so people just like go into hemp fields at night steal hemp and then they're like oh, gonna get so stoned or sell this and it's like congrats you can't get high off of it yeah but so these two security guards came in and they were quitting and they said that they saw this like ghostly woman all dressed in white sitting on top of a pile of pipes in the equipment yard of that particular ranch and so then when I had to hire the n- new people to take their spot um, one of the questions I asked on the application was do you believe in ghosts and so I found two people that said no they don't believe in ghosts and then hired them and they haven't seen any ghosts but I don't know know if that has to do with Raycon or if these original two people were just like trying to get high off of hemp and hallucinated (laughs) like I don't know I'm not sure what the situation is nobody else has seen this apparition since creepy or you want to pull the next card oh it's for Alyssa so I cannot answer it oh Alyssa if you want a ghost experience why don't you hang out with the security guards Oh, oh perfect segue you guys that wasn't even planned um, I don't know. Well, there. first of all, no apparition has been seen since those guys quit. So perhaps it was something attached to one of those guys, if we think that it really was an apparition, or perhaps it was a way to quit without manning up and saying, I don't want to do this job. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe I should go out there at night and just hang out and see what's up. You're on your own on that one. Yeah, I don't just know. go out in the middle of a field. Well, the, they still work there. I could go hang out with them, I guess. But I just feel like what is the point? Because if that then that means that I would be working 24 hours 
because it's a night shift and I'm on day shift. So why would I voluntarily do that? You know, do you want to see the ghost? I mean, maybe what I'll do is I'll say, hey, guys, if you ever happen to see a ghost, call me and I'll come out there. Yeah. I'll like have my phone on loud. Okay. What is the most haunted festival out there? You know, the Mothman has a festival. Honestly, Burning Man. Are you kidding? That whole thing is a ritual. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure the most haunted festival. Right. They have tents dedicated to orgies. You have to sign a consent form. You walk in. You know that there's just going to be a lot of body parts flying around and whatever happens to you happens. Also, like drugs don't make your dick hard, guys. No. Well, I guess it depends on which drugs. I think habitual use causes erectile dysfunction, right? I mean, I don't know. There might be that one person who's like, let me try drugs and an orgy the same night. Yeah. (laughs) Who gives a fuck? It's Burning Man. Maybe I'm just too old now for that experience doing drugs in the desert would definitely put me in too weird of a headspace to have an orgy the boomers listening to this are like you millennials think the only point of sex is pleasure have you ever just had your skin stroked by another Ah, skin throwing up right now everywhere have you ever felt your soft penis (laughs) against the soft flesh of a woman's pouch you know and the people who practice what's it called it's is it tantric where you literally just lay there and imagine and shit and it makes you orgasm and you're not talking to anybody tantric is like you keep edge it's like edging. it's edging you okay keep bringing yourself to well, the brink but i'm then thinking don't. of that thing where like i watched like a youtube documentary of it where it's people fully fucking clothed just laying in a dark room together not touching and they just like imagine shit until they come that's called celibacy <laughs> that's called incel but like in a group yeah 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 that's called like when you're when you're 13 and like the teacher like shows like a weird picture of something and then you're like why is this happening to me i feel like that's gen x that's not even boomer activity that's like gen x or activity the forgotten generation and they just like lay there in a room together and just like come yeah they're like imagine what could have been yeah yeah imagine if anyone cared about our generation oh i asked this it's from my Bishna account. Oh, hey. Oh, it's a very good question, too. <laughs> Where do you see LGH in two years? Ooh, that's a good question. So this is year one, season this one. This is like the first time we've ever talked about this. <laughs> yeah. <you guys. laughs> so does that mean next year or does that mean the year after next year? So it would be in two years from, 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 now? from now. Okay, so season so three. So season three. The end of season three, I guess, right? Yeah, end of season three. I mean, hopefully we would have like a merch deal and hopefully we would have like some way to get like consistent income from it because I read something online the other day and it's it's so true but I feel like I didn't know this before we started this podcast and it was this tweet about like oh I hate telling people I have a podcast because people think like oh that's all fun and games and so easy but actually it's a lot of hard work and planning and like creativity that goes into every episode and I was like that's so true because when we first started this podcast, I just didn't really think about all of the... I mean, I knew it was going to be like a lot of work, but I just didn't really even think it's about like it. It's like a full-time job at this point. It's yeah. it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, it takes up a lot of time and it's definitely super fun. Like I have a great time doing it, but yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work and planning that goes into everything. So mm-hmm. I would hope that by season three, I mean, I would hope by next year we have at least a sponsor, you know? Yeah. I hope in the next two years we have a sponsor and we can hire somebody to do all this other crap for us. Yeah. Like somebody to edit or so, even like, somebody to produce it yeah. would be nice. Like, yeah, definitely. S- to make phone calls or whatever. So we could just focus 100% of our energy on, on telling stories. stories. Yeah. Telling the best story possible yeah, for sure. That would be sick. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I would love 
for in two years from now is to have built such like a name for our podcast that we can easily get witness accounts right instead of having to do all this janky stuff where we have to contact people on Facebook or make connections with like a friend of a friend that has you know had this experience like I would love it if people would come to us we have a key to the witness protection program yes and we will (laughs) interview six nine I mean yeah from jail (laughs) Imagine how fun it would be if we could go to jail and interview people. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I hope in three years we have more of a vlog type thing. But I want I like want an actual show. Like I want to be able to be like I am on the History Channel. Oh, that would be or so, oh, the CW. I am on the fucking Food Network, whatever. Just put <laughs> us on there. Yeah. And we're just doing like haunted travel show. Yeah, that would be incredible. Yeah. You guys, maybe if we like bug the shit out of enough networks collectively as a like haunted fandom maybe somebody will give us a chance hell yeah hell yeah next one don't have a season finale i love your podcast and need it in my life every day slash week thank you thank you that means a lot to us so should we cancel this episode no (laughs) okay so the good news about a season one finale doesn't mean that it's forever we're gonna have a season two we're just gonna be able to take a you know week off or two weeks off and then come back for season two if you could visit any place related to the paranormal, which place would it be and why? Ooh. I mean, easily attainable. I would want to go to the portal to hell in Stoll, Kansas. Oh my God, Alyssa, you're going to lose your one wish. I would go directly to the Lost Dutchman's treasure. Okay, in that case, I will go directly to the fucking moon, uh-huh. to the dark side of the moon. Well, then you will die. Your head will literally explode. No, because in this magic wish, I can breathe in outer space. Oh, I'm an alien. So you would go to the Nazi compound on the moon you'd be inside of it or just like whatever's there we don't know what's there or i guess if i had one wish honestly it would be to have access to the portal to whatever parallel universe is closest to us yeah yeah because i want to see i want to see what other life is out there because as we have learned from this podcast i'm a big proponent of aliens but i also am super intrigued by the theory that aliens are actually just like people from another dimension over that we can only see every once in a while yeah so i would i would love to have access to the interstellar the plot of interstellar i don't like that because i'm gonna have all this knowledge and then you can't tell anyone about it because no one believes no one believes you also it's just like you're sitting here and you're like no i went to another dimension (laughs) and i saw people and they were just us from another dimension i'm like yeah i believe you okay cool great story now that's it right you're like no no, i want it but it was crazy and it's just like someone trying to explain their like weird dream they have or like their hallucinogenic experience it's just kind of like it's only relevant to you but what if I strap a GoPro onto my head and then step through the portal? Ghost GoPro. Ghost Ghost Pro. Ghost Pro. Wow. wow. We need a Invent sponsorship that. right now. Yeah. By GoPro. Ghost Pro. It can only see infrared ghosts. Wait, so what would you use your wish on? I, what told, I would go directly to the Lost Dutchman's oh, treasure. Oh, literally. You would just go find it yeah. in, in New Mexico. Where was it again? We don't know where it was, okay. but it was in All Arizona. Right. Okay. Somewhere in the Superstition Mountains. It's in Mountains. the desert. So I would like just strap my shit full of gps's and, and go find it and whatever and then just be like wish and like blink my eyes click my heels whatever it is and then all of a sudden i'm just like in piles of gold you would magically be there and i press all my gps shit and i'm like come find me okay all right that's a good that's a good answer do you want to pull one? Oh yeah it's my turn huh? have y'all ever chased ufos my grandpa would chase after ufos when he was younger i have chased a ufo a few times in once in oklahoma 
It's like, what was that? It was a falling star or something. And then you go looking for it in the car or whatever. And you can never find it. Another time was in Missouri on our farm. There was like a weird light. It's always like a meteorite or something. And you go look for it. But to me, that's a UFO. Yeah. It's unidentified flying object. You're not sure what it is. Yeah. I have never chased. Actually, the other time too was at Coachella with Alyssa. And I saw an unidentified flying object. I called you in there. You didn't get there in time. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm never, I'm deleting this from my mind. I know you even said that you were like, I'm literally never going to talk about this ever again. Because like, because why? You were like, I couldn't get my phone out fast enough to film it. Because you were on the phone. I was on the phone with someone else. And then by the time I I got there, it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, fuck this. I've never chased a UFO, but maybe the closest would have been when we were at the area 51 thing because we're technically that's ufo chasing we're trying to go find the malians oh yeah Yeah. to clap cheeks yeah that's going out of our way we did we were like alien hunters yeah see that someone needs to give us a show it's like mine hunters but alien hunters. yeah (laughs) you want to pull another one yeah any plans to include a video podcast as well is that like a vlog? No, I think they mean like a filmed version of this podcast. I don't think you guys want to see what we look like when we film this podcast. I think that's a good idea, though. Yeah, I think it would bring in new viewers. I just am trying to imagine the logistics of adding on another element to all the work we already do. But I guess, like you said, if in a year or two we have a producer or we have, you know, a network behind us or at least a fucking sponsor. Yeah, or even a studio. Yeah, a studio would be nice. Make it easier. I think we've talked about it before, but we kind of just record wherever people let us record. Right. So like right now we are in a bedroom closet situation with like, it's like a studio, but it's like bootlegged bootlegged yeah. yeah like we've recorded in people's bedrooms before even we've people in my bathroom yeah your bathroom even people that we don't know particularly well if they have good acoustics in their bedroom yeah. we've we've had to do that before we have like a traveling podcast set yeah. and we just kind of record where people let us and it's not easy because Alyssa and i live like 150 miles apart or something so basically we have to meet in the middle which is still 45 minutes at least for both of us to get to. It's a lot. I bring my dog too because I have a big dog that needs to be like walked and energized and stuff. So to answer your question, video podcast, we're open to it. We just need, I don't know. We just need, we need a way for it to make sense. Why are you the funniest people alive? Well, we made a pact with the devil and said that if we can have uh, two years of funny material they he can keep our soul i wrote this prayer on the way here today (laughs) dear lord whether you be the one that resides in heaven or the one that rules over hell makes no difference to me for we have grown weak trapped in this fleshy cage of human limitation our purpose let's get haunted has been dimmed for we have shrouded ourselves in the pursuit of pleasure and have long forgotten what reason we have been placed here Give us direction. And now we know it's just to be funny. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Look, if this podcast is entertaining to you, then we've done like 80% of our job. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would suck to do this podcast and have nobody listening and nobody likes it. I'm thankful that we are allowed to be funny because I know that a lot of like serious research things just become serious research. But at the end of the day, what I like about Let's Get Haunted is it's we're not giving you a lecture. We're literally people who have the same access to tools that you have. We've just done the work for you. So it's not like we're more intelligent than anybody. It's not like we have, we're not like using a library that no one can access. We've literally just had the same 
same thought that most of you guys thought of like, what is this thing that I read on Reddit? What is this thing that someone told me? My friend said she heard something weird. What was that? We literally got on Google (laughs) and just let it go from there. So that's what I like about it is that it's not this like preachy lecture or, you know, TED talk that's just thrown at you where you have to be at the right state of mind to listen to it. What I like about Let's Get Haunted is I feel like because it's so casual, you can start listening to it with no pressure. And then from there, maybe be drawn towards more serious research on your own or be like, you know, this this is like something that interests me. And now because I've been introduced to it in such like a casual, cool way, I can go look more into it. And I also feel like it's relatable because it's just you and I having a conversation and the other person doesn't know anything about the story most of the time. And I think we've all had those conversations with friends. I know I do voluntarily in my free time where I'm like, dude, like I read this article about this conspiracy. Like I got to talk to you about it. And so I think that for a lot of people, it's super relatable and hopefully it's relatable and hopefully people can, you know, take what we're saying and find it comedic and not take it too seriously. If you listen to our earliest episodes too, it is like that. It's like two people who just shared a joint. They're like, dude, (laughs) did you hear about this shit? And like, yeah, and like totally. And what? And then we kind of like added out a little bit more of those ums and likes and dudes and ohs. Also, it's kind of made me more aware of how I am speaking. Yeah, definitely. So I try to think more before I speak. But then I find that if I think before I speak, whatever I wanted to say disappears. It's just like not that it disappears is I just realize that it's I should not say it out loud. (laughs) That's definitely true. I didn't I didn't realize how much inappropriate stuff we say to each other until listening back to these episodes while editing. And then you're like, Oh, I should edit that out because whoever's listening does not know me personally and And might take this the wrong way. Well, they should. It's like (laughs) we're both so sarcastic that sometimes you just really don't know what's a bit and what's real. But I also like that part. Yeah, definitely. Okay, next question. What are some things you did that you think you improved greatly in with respect to the podcast? Well, this just makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, As a team. Yeah, well, or or individually could be. Either. I'm, you know, I'm really proud of us keeping our schedule and getting together to do this. There's been many times where I'm like sick or I want to go do something else and I don't want to do it. And Alyssa's like, oh, we got to just like keep doing this and or stick to the schedule or motivating me by saying like, we just got to finish the season finale. And in my mind, I'm like, what do you mean the season finale? <laughs> you just made that shit up. Like, this is a stupid podcast. We just made it up. There is no seasons. There's no structure or whatever. I have no structure. So Alyssa, I'm thankful, kind of keeps us in the structure even when I really, really don't want it. And then Natalia keeps us creative oh you think so yeah and so i think that we are a good team because we create two halves to a little circle of this nice podcast where i'm good at keeping structure and then you're good at keeping it interesting right yeah i would say that so we bounce off each other we play off each other we have different strengths it's like an alley-oop too when i'm editing this stuff or when i'm listening back to things a lot of like the funniest stuff that i say is because Alyssa said something that made me think of whatever that like one-liner was and vice versa a lot of like Alyssa's really good one-liners come from like some weird improv thing that i was doing a second before and it's like we just kind of take each other's scatterbrained thoughts and because 
because they're not our own, it's easier to draw out the joke from that, like that one quotable thing. I totally agree with that because you come from a place of having a lot of experience with comedy and improv and acting, whereas I don't. And so I think that being able to do this podcast with you has helped me a little bit more with being quicker on my feet. I definitely still have a long way to go. There's sometimes where I'm listening to the podcast back and I'm like, ah, shit, like I think of a good one liner like after it's over, which is like, it's like that thing of where you're arguing with someone right, and then after the, the argument ends, you're like, I should have said that. Yeah. yeah. I always think of funny things from that too. But that's what I also love about this podcast is that you, the listeners, think of funny shit and you guys comment it to us or you guys say it yeah. to us or you guys express it in art or you say it in a tweet. And it's literally so funny and we love it so much. And, and you guys can take from the raw material that we give you and make your own creative ideas. And, and so just all around like good vibes and good thing. To answer the original question, what are the things that we've improved the most at? Is I think just like our relationship as performers and I think so. As a team of Let's Get Haunted. And I think, too, we've learned a lot about podcasting in general. Doing the podcast has actually made me a better vlogger, too, because I started thinking because the vlogs that I did before were very meta and like just kind of like what, what is it called when the meme is like super deep fried? Yeah, 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 deep fried meme. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So like my, I would I would consider the stuff that I did before very deep fried. You were memeing a meme. Exactly. Yeah. And then I like when we started doing Let's Get Haunted, I was like, well, I want to draw in more audience so that people who don't know memes or people any age or whatever can see this and just like enjoy it. Because also you want to be more marketable, too. Yeah, sure. Like, we can have a deep fried meme, but it, it, we have to first lead lead them to the trap. Right, you know? right. And they're not going to come towards that little meme if they see it from a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I started thinking, oh, OK, well how can I edit in a way that's like more consistent and easier to follow once you get on that thing you're like well if somebody who doesn't know us is watching this they're gonna be like I don't care who these people are I can't see their faces I can't hear what they're saying so then I'm like well fuck now we need microphones we need to do this we need to do that we need to set up shots I think that we've like learned how much better planning can make something yeah definitely that's a good thing to bring up yeah and sometimes you don't want to plan too much because it can be like creatively stifling if you're like Mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about this or we're gonna do this or we're gonna do that it kind of leaves like that improv out of it so I feel like what we need to improve on is being able to improv within the planned thing because you know people who are successful who are on tv like let's look at like fucking you know uh Kelly and what's Ryan Seacrest I was watching that recently it was entertaining but I was like you know they have to be able to entertain within like a small box at a desk where they're like well lit and everything's like well spoken and they have microphones and whatever. And if we want to be able to be the Let's Get Haunted Late Show, mm-hmm. we have to be able to do stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. It can't just always be like, well, I just had an idea. I'm just going to do it right now. Like the show has to kind of follow some sort of path. Yeah. And I think too one of my, the my favorite things about this show as it's gone on is the amount of inside jokes we've been able to develop with the audience. Yes. That to me is so special because I love seeing like somebody, I don't know if you saw it, but somebody tweeted out, it's the Fan Art Haunted account tweeted out, tag yourself. And it was all these different like creatures. Um, I think I saved it if I can find it, but it was so, yeah, here it is. Okay. So it's this one and the next one. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen this. Yeah, so it was like tag yourself and people were saying which one they relate to the most. It says Nat, bullet point, nut, bullet point, love, lives are haunted, problematic fave, and a chaotic good. Oh my God, they called me a chaotic good? I've risen because I always thought I was chaotic neutral. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Goo Bay 
kind of hot, messy, playing games, to be honest. (laughs) Neutral, evil, the watcher, pervert, gonna fuck a house. (laughs) I was dying when I saw that. (laughs) Gonna fuck a house. Good at creative writing, likes five seconds of summer. (laughs) Oh my God. A lawful evil. Allie. Everything is on fire, but at least my room is clean vibes. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah. (laughs) Haunts themselves. Independent woman don't need no ghost. Only loses important things and a lawful good. The lost Dutchman. Stingy and ominous. Collects coins. (laughs) Likes animals a lot. Chaotic neutral. See, I always thought of myself as the the chaotic Chaotic neutral. neutral. And it makes sense because the lost Dutchman. That's my favorite favorite one. He's there. Area 51. Constantly talking about butts. <laughs> Curious about everything. Knows five swear words. Always takes pictures of the sky. True neutral. Doppelganger Abe. Oh my gosh, this person has listened to so much. Yeah, I, forgot. I love it. Haunted and ambiguous sexuality. <laughs> Probably a Gemini. Depressed. Lawful good. <laughs> Actual Satan. A freak. Can only be in one place at one time. <laughs> Loves raves. Stuck in a tree. Chaotic evil. Wow, that's awesome. I love that so yeah, much. Yeah, isn't that so good? Wow, that that's so fucking awesome. I, I want to make that into a poster, too. Yeah, that would be so sick. We really did say in the first episode that we set out to make a community. Yeah, And we definitely. fucking did it. We've got a Discord. We've got a Reddit. We've got Twitter accounts that I thought were you, but apparently no, they're, they're not. not. I was I tweeted out like LGH out of context is the other fan account that I just fucking love. Yeah, Natalia thought that was me. I was like, no, this is not me. Like this is well, hilarious. I just thought Alyssa's very organized and very good at the long game. So seeing being like, oh, we should you know get this going, and then it'll motivate other people to make accounts. But no, it wasn't. Yeah, which just- is something we could do still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that account and the fan art haunted account are just bring me so much joy because it's people that are genuinely enjoying what we're talking about and the other thing i really like about this podcast is we're talking about some of like the darkest like we're literally called let's get haunted like we're talking about dark shit like cursed shit and then we're flipping it and making it into like a fun community like if i actually saw my doppelganger i would probably just like die of a brain aneurysm from being so shocked but we're able to take that and like our fans are able to understand that there's like a lighter side to that and just make it into like a joke it's kind of just like not take life so seriously exactly yeah yeah if you could become one paranormal creature what would it be oh that's there's so Goobay. many we don't even know of. No, <laughs> Goobay sucks. Is like lock, lost on the ground. Um, I would probably a be a siren. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say mermaid because yeah. they're like hot. They like kill men. They can breathe underwater. They're hanging out with other bitches all day. They can go down to Atlantis if they want. I, I agree. That was an easy one. Yeah, siren. that is an easy one. It's That just shows how vain we are because we're not like, oh, I would be like an omnipotent like being that can fly across the sky. We're like, we want to be hot forever. Okay, but it's hot, but evil hot. You're hot until your f- fucking fangs come out. Okay, um, what did you pull? This is so stupid because it's literally something that I commented. It's a our ghost real. <laughs> yes. The okay, so if you guys listen to I think it was like episode two. I think it was the Lisa Lamb episode where you asked me, I think it was that episode, do you believe in ghosts? And I said I'm not sure because I've never had an experience. But hearing everyone else's experiences through the listener stories and like your dad's experience and like people that are I know that I consider normal, like even Tyler's experience at mm-hmm. Ohio University has made me into a believer. Just because I haven't experienced something doesn't mean it's not real. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like I said, I've never had experiences, but I saw this like one photo 
at a funeral where it was an apparition next to the tombstone of the person who had just been buried. Maybe one day I can ask those people to share it with us if they want to come on the podcast or whatever. But I was like literally at that funeral. I was like standing there when they took the photo and it's without a doubt an apparition and there would be no reason for these people like they they they're at a funeral for their mother like why would they like fake this on the spot yeah, there? it, wouldn't it would just wouldn't sense. happen so i that is something i literally cannot explain yeah i don't know how to explain it i can't so that's to me what makes me think that there's real stuff there's also a part of me at night when i'm you know researching this stuff and i'm nervous and i'm like laying in my bed and i have this like weird dark i live in like a lofted space so there's no like doors right Mm -hmm. so i just have this dark corner and there's like a giant legolas thing (laughs) that's like literally a man-sized legolas like standing cardboard thing that i have had since the original lord of the rings came out so when i was a child i've kept that with me and sometimes i think like Legolas's corner is kind of haunted. <laughs> There's like weird stuff. I can hear that like marbles dropping situation. Oh, that ugh. that people describe from Ohio University. Yeah. And then I like looked it up because I was like, what is this? People are like, oh, it's just the pipes adjusting or whatever. And so I was like, oh, okay, fine, pipes adjusting. But then it's like literally, you guys, my house is haunted. Like it was leaking from the ceiling. Like my house was flooding the other day when it was oh, raining. Oh shit! Yeah, I had like buckets out and stuff. I had to like come back from work early to mess with it. Also, there's like car wrecks happening outside of my house. I've had like dude with a crossbow crackhead <laughs> follow me home. Like, there, how could it not be haunted? Yeah. And so in those times, I just tell myself like, yeah, there's ghosts, but what what are they gonna do? Right. Well, how are they going to fuck with me? Yeah. Like, try. Come at me. My house fucking flooded. Dude yeah. with the crossbow followed me home. Like, I've seen man masturbating. I don't give one fuck. Come at me, ghost. Yeah. And then they kind of just like, mm, whatever. You creak in the corner, make shit move. I don't care. There's nothing you can haunt me with that I haven't already haunted myself with. You want to keep it so that I can't sleep at night? Great. Who, who gives a shit? All right. Next question. If you had the ability to summon a ghost slash demon slash alien or something ancient, what would it be and why? Merlin. Merlin yeah that would be interesting I just like I know these are not the same people but to me Merlin is Gandalf right yeah so I want (laughs) to see Gandalf actually I just want Lord of the Rings I want Treebeard I want Legolas yeah I want that little short Gimli dude I want all of it I want the (laughs) like Smeagol I just want it all here how can I get that to happen that's what I would happen I think I would want to summon Mothman or oh, why then something bad happens I, but I, I just want to see what it looks like you trying to get that mothman d no honestly his face is so gross like there's no way there's no fucking way that i could ever i think about too if you're having sex with mothman and you like accidentally roll on him does he just squish and all his guts ah! go he's <laughs> gonna throw <laughs> up all over you or i would want to summon Damn. I mean, most of the stuff that I could summon that we've talked about would 100% haunt me for the rest of my life if I summoned it. So I'm like trying to think of an entity that we've talked about that won't follow me around. And But you the- have to just assume that it will. And so that's why you're like, oh, Legolas, sick. Yeah. Fo- yeah. Follow my shit. Oh, Gandalf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Has there been any positive entity that we've ever talked about? Um, um, Abraham would, you know, Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. I would yeah. summon Abraham Lincoln. I don't know, but this is asking about demons specifically, but I just, I don't think I would want to take the chance to summon something that like would 100% haunt me for the rest of my life. I'm not trying to do that. I'm already fucking haunted. This whole year has been fucking haunted. Everyone tweets at me and is like, wow, you've had the worst year ever. And I'm like, it actually has been pretty good. It's just that so much haunted shit has happened in a row. Dude, I'm honestly so grateful for our hauntings because being haunted as fuck has made me so strong. Yeah. Like, man with the crossbow follows me home and I'm just like, okay, lock the door. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And 
also, it's kind of like a pleasant surprise now when something good does happen to me because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. damn, this has been like haunting after a fucking haunting. Like when my house was literally flooding, I'll have to show you videos, but there's like water coming out of the pipes and the ceilings, oh like leaking God. on all the And your bed is like right under some of those pipes. Yeah. And like all of, you know, people are like, oh my God, that sucks. And like people sent me like stuff off of my Amazon wish list, like that sucks, you know, and whatever. And honestly, I'm so excited to get this cute new sponge from my Amazon <laughs> wish list that I would take hauntings every single day. There you go. Yeah, you got to take the good with the bad. And I think that's another thing that our podcast is all about is recognizing everyone's a little bit fucking haunted. It's just how you deal with the hauntings. You have to have a good attitude about it. Yeah. Yeah. In season two, will you include listener feedback and episode suggestions in audio format? Oh, audio format. That's a good, because we currently, I don't know if you guys know this, but we do currently take your suggestions into account. Um, well, I mean, we're literally reading them right now. Yeah, yeah. The Halloween episode with James DeAngelis about the portal to help. That was literally a listener email that we received. Yeah. So keep sending them in. We do read them. But audio format. Yeah, I guess if you guys want to send in like sound bites, if you email us stuff, we will get to it eventually. And we could include it in a future episode. I'm not ruling it out. I think in maybe in a future episode, we'll just be like, hey, if you guys all want to record sound bites or whatever, or like send us snaps or something or yeah. not snaps, it's just Instagram stories That's of like your idea. face asking us questions. The ones that are, you know, like sound quality is good enough. We'll keep them in there. Yeah. Just I remember whatever you do send, email it to us if you really, really want it to stay organized. Yes, please. Because in an interest of communicating with you guys, a lot of times we'll respond to the DMs or whatever and then it just get lost like forever when we actually need these things. If you want to be the real hero, what you will do is you will Instagram it in the moment that you feel you need to say it, do that, whatever. But then also highlight that shit, copy and paste it and put it into an email or fucking, I don't know, like write that www.com shit right <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> well and something that Link i it. didn't something that i didn't fucking realize until this year is that when you guys send a dm if i don't accept that dm in a timely manner it gets erased because your dm request can only hold 100 at a time so once you've cycled through 100 the oldest ones start erasing it so email us is what i'm trying to say let's do rapid fire for oh these. yeah 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 not haunted but what are your myers-briggs types don't I I don't remember, but we will. I refuse to I'll learn take about myself in that way. I'll take I it and I'll tweet it. I learned I was a Gemini and I was like, I'll never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys enjoyed making all of the episodes as much as we enjoyed listening to them? Literally no way for us to tell. Next question. <laughs> if you guys enjoyed them, then the answer is yes. Um, if you could be haunted by any dead person, who would that be? Fuck. That's a hard one. Haunted by smart, any dead like, person. Who's really smart? Did that did that one guy die yet? Stephen Hawking? Yeah, he's definitely dead. Yeah, him. Him? Yeah, he's going to give me all the secrets. I would be haunted by um my future self. Like my future self that's already dead and has come back now time traveled as a ghost. I want to be haunted by that. Give me all the secrets. In season one, we had trips, Area 51, conventions, Alien Con, and court records. Do you have a favorite? Trips, conventions, or court records? Ooh. Definitely not court records. I don't like to read words. <laughs> Trips. Alien Con, I think, was the, the most fun for me because yeah. Area 51 was kind of a pain in the ass because we had to do all this driving and it was uncomfortable and it was like desert and I was like hot and tired and we both didn't sleep for a long time. Where Alien Con was just like, we show up, we don't have to be funny. Literally, crazy shit is happening all around us. Everyone thought we were like celebrities and was like interviewing us and taking photos <laughs> with us. And we got like really good content out of it. 
Yeah, AlienCon was super fun. I know we've already talked about this before, but people were just so nice. And I still think about how nice those people were. And it kind of made me want to go back next year, like to set up a booth for our podcast or something if we yeah, can do we it should. cheaply. Yeah. For court records, my favorite was researching the Jameson family disappearance. But that's just because I had heard about that story for so many years. And finally looking into it and reading about it from like verifiable sources is so satisfying when all you've ever done is just heard snippets of a story that to me is very satisfying <laughs> i'm glad that Alyssa does it yeah yeah um how are you guys dealing with the rising popularity not well <laughs> not well I'm crumbling i'm crumbling <laughs> in defeat every night wondering if we're gonna like now that we have something to lose it's just kind of like fuck like, oh, I love I feel it. more of a pressure to keep doing it. I love it because I I'm I like looking at the numbers and seeing the numbers on a on an increase every month is really fucking satisfying to me. Like data to me is so satisfying because there's no way to I mean, yeah, there's ways to manipulate data. I'm not smart enough to do that. So it's just seeing like the steadily rising numbers on platforms every month is so gratifying because it's like shit, all of like the pain in the ass and like all of the coordinating and all of like the research that we do is worth it because people are listening. That's true. That's one way to look at it. I think that also shows the extreme differences between our brains where I'm like the data to me makes me nervous because I'm like now I've created something where it can go backwards. If that oh, makes sense. Gotcha. If you could fight a paranormal creature, which would it be? Fight? Yes. Oh, something easy. Probably the haunted seagulls from Island Moore. <laughs> I feel like I could take out a couple seagulls pretty you easy. Get a gun. Get a slingshot. Would you rather have sex with Freddy or Jason? Okay, I've thought about this before. Definitely Jason. Jason because he's it, an actual person. And he's got a mask. So like you don't have to look at his fucked up face. Freddy is literally a nightmare. Freddy literally looks like a shredded piece of salami. Freddy has knives for fingers. I do not want to get fingered by that. Oh, God. Abomination of a man. Sorry, Freddy. Sorry, Freddy. We what, accept you. <laughs> what inspired you to make this podcast? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of just came out. We. I literally feel like it was super collaborative. Yeah, it was just very organic, like talking because we'd always talked about doing a podcast. Yeah, together. we did. We wanted to do some sort of project together. We didn't know what it was. I didn't want to do a podcast because I didn't listen to podcasts and I thought it was for nerds. And Alyssa's like, no, <laughs> that's I, not true. People, I was like, oh, let's do a vlog. And you were like, no, we should do a podcast and then get a following and then do the vlog. Uh, okay, OK. So Alyssa, as always, comes up with like the plan. <laughs> I don't really remember. I know we would always text each other. Like, did you see this fucked up crime photos or whatever? Yeah, yeah. When it's like three o'clock in the morning or like, did you hear about this person who like put bleach in their eyes, like, et cetera? I do remember this. One of the first like times that you and I were texting about some fucked up shit was 9-11 emergency phone calls. I don't even know if you remember this. This would have been like 2013. I remember I was going through a phase of just like being on YouTube, falling down black holes of like yeah. conspiracy theories. And I couldn't sleep one night and you were texting me and I texted you back and I was like, have you ever listened to the 911 phone calls from 9-11? Like this shit is crazy. Yeah. And you were like, yes, I went through a phase last year where I just like listened to all of the 911 tapes and I cannot like it's seared into my brain. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, like, do you know this one? And you were like, yeah, I know that one. So that's the first time I remember us talking about some haunted shit. And then the phrase, let's get haunted. 
I remember we came up with it just from being like really fucking drunk and doing stupid shit. It was like drunk and haunted became synonyms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then like we went on that road trip together and we were talking. That's probably where it happened. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, when we went on that road trip, we were like, let's get haunted. We went on this road trip traveling from Oklahoma to uh, Los Angeles. We were roommates at the time. This is how I travel. I'm just kind of like, we'll be on, we'll like find an Airbnb to stay at like while we're traveling, right? Right, right. And we're like, let's stay somewhere haunted. And and to keep time, this was before we listened to podcasts, I guess. To keep time, Alyssa would like be reading scary stories yeah. off of like creepypasta or something. You're so right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And as we're driving and then we would be like, let's stay somewhere haunted. So we found this place called the Jameson. Jameson? Yes, I think it was called the Jameson. The Jameson, which is like off of the... Cameron trail yeah i think it's like the old route 66 that nobody uses anymore right and it was like an old brothel saloon where like 26 people had died it had all these haunted rooms there was like paranormal investigators you can still see the bullet holes it's the original ceiling like from just like people in the wild west fucking shooting each other because they got too drunk and got in a disagreement yeah as they should yeah and Alyssa and i stayed there and and we had these paranormal investigators that were like we were playing card game or something That's in right. the room and they came in and put one of those like k2 meters in between us and mm-hmm. we had never seen one of those except for on tv so we didn't realize you could like buy it on amazon but yeah we they dealed out a hand for this ghost yeah they and did the ghost was saying whether to hit or keep going they had they had a k2 and then they also had a spirit box i think it was i don't remember exactly what the system was but they came up with a system of beeps where if you want to hit because we were playing poker. If you want to hit this many beeps or this kind of sign, and if you want to fold this kind of sign. And I remember it was not reacting. And then it started reacting so spontaneously. It was fun. It was like definitely like made you feel like it was really real and like shit right. was haunted. And then they were asking it, are you a man or a woman? And it would be like, man. Yeah, it was a man. Are you Jesse James? And it was like, yeah. Because Jesse James had stayed there. And Alyssa and I were staying in the room that Jesse James had stayed in. Yes, correct. Yes. Yeah. And so everything was fun and games at first. You know, you're, <laughs> the sun is out and it's like, haha, this is haunted cow or like, oh, this yeah, rock yeah. is haunted. Well, then at night, when all the lights go out in this creepy ass old room where like, all the doors are warped and we're like trying to sleep on this bed, we would not get under the covers. We no. slept on top of the covers. I was afraid to go into the bathroom by myself. I, I didn't we, even take my makeup off. I, I think, just like sat on top of the covers all night scared. Yeah, that was the first time that I had seen a note next to the sink that was like, please use the black cloths to take your makeup off instead of the oh, white yeah. cloths. And then I was freaking out thinking that this black cloth was just like full of like dirty stains. Yeah, and stuff, I, was and I was afraid. Like, no. I think we might have smoked weed too that, that <laughs> night. We we definitely did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which could have, you know, definitely been a precursor to some of those emotions. But we slept with all the lights on <laughs> in all of our clothes on top of the all bed. All my full fucking face of makeup for me. Like I have 17 layers that I just was not going to take off because I was fucking afraid of going in that bathroom alone. This room was so haunted that in the daytime when we weren't in it, the door was just open with a red rope inside of yes. it so that people could look in it. It was scary. And then we were asking people like what happens in this room at night? And they were like, oh, Oh, you'll hear this prostitute rubbing her fingers on the glass. Uh, uh, so just all uh, e- all through the night, I kept waiting to hear that tapping on the fucking window. There was literally a room in this hotel that was so haunted that they didn't let people rent it out. And it was locked. Yeah. And people would go in there like or go up to the door and they would leave shots for the ghost that had died in that room of whiskey. On, to- on of whiskey on top of the door frame. And we were trying to get someone. Did we did we end up getting someone to open it for us or did we not? All I remember. No one would open it for us. That's right. 
violent things happen. And so what I remember it had, because it's super fucking old. It's from like the 1800s. And so I remember sticking my phone through the crack in the door to try to take a video of it. And then Natalia scared the shit out of me. And I almost dropped my phone inside the room. <laughs> the haunted room. Yeah. I know. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and she was like, Natalia. Natalia. <laughs> then like, so that I didn't look like an asshole. I was like, look, it's not haunted. And I like took the whiskey shot and was yeah. like, ooh, then, ghost. That and then I got became haunted. haunted. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, I got so haunted and we yeah. went to this fortune teller and she was like, you have to burn a candle. You're saying <laughs> height and weight for such a long time. In a time. church. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I think that's a good way to really hit home with you guys. I don't know. I feel like I've explained this, but I don't know if I've adequately explained this. Let's get haunted. The whole concept of being haunted does not mean that you've been followed by a ghost or that a ghost is currently haunting you. It just means you're doing shit. You're not supposed to be doing. You're not supposed to be doing. Yeah. It's like you're getting ratchet. Right. Yeah. You're you're drunk. You're dancing. Yeah. Like it could be like you're making out with someone who's fucking way beneath you (laughs) that you would not normally sober. Your car broke down. Yeah. Like you're having a bad day. Like it could literally mean anything. It could mean you're having the best time the most like doing bad things sometimes doing hood rat things with your friends is really fun or it could mean you're having a fucking terrible time but you're gonna have a good attitude about it it grew i think out of our hashtag we made for one of our birthdays which was paranormal ratchetivity yes yeah remember we were supposed to make jackets that had paranormal ratchetivity on the back letterman's jackets. oh i love that idea yeah that would be so cute i love that idea we can still do it paranormal ratchetivity yes hereditary good or bad Good. Good. I liked it. How would you like mankind to end? Meteor, nuclear war, super virus, robot uprising? Bro, oh, those are all fun. Yeah. Well, let's see. Meteor, that's boring. It's just going to happen all of a sudden. Yeah. Nuclear war could be interesting. That one would probably be the most kind way for the world to end because you would just be vaporized and have no idea. But there would be a long time before knowing it was going to happen and like seeing all these people panic. And let's say we're like one of the last countries to get taken. Yeah, under. that's you know, true. That would, would be, be stressful. That would be stressful. Super virus again. I get sick so often that it is my I have PTSD like that is my phobia. Anytime I'm sick, I freak the fuck out. And I so uh, no, that is my least favorite way. Super virus, I think, would be just boring, too, because we're in America. So you'd probably hear about it coming up from someplace where people don't have like the same provisions. And they're we're like, oh, that like virus over there, it's never going to get us. And then all of a sudden it's like someone in Europe gets it. And then they went to Hawaii. And oh, yeah. my God, I don't, like, like Ebola. That's what yeah. happened with Ebola. Exactly. Yeah. So then we're just like, fuck, I think robot rising would be the most interesting. And that's like a battle. Yeah, it would be a fair competition. It's like anarchy. And you have little factions throughout the US and you're in bunkers and you're like trying to come up yeah that'd be well, tight it that's would like unite, a strategy it would unite all of mankind it would which would be very interesting yeah. so i'm gonna say robot, robot. i agree with that what was your biggest fear slash nightmare during your childhood when you went to bed i remember a nightmare i had really clearly i was at my grandma's old ha- old house and i just remember there being a face like a disembodied face in the backyard following me around the backyard. I had this nightmare several times, the exact same nightmare. I would be walking around the backyard. She had a tetherball thing. Mm -hmm. I'd be like going up to the tetherball thing. Like there was a gate and there was just this face, just this white face, creepy disembodied, like attached to different inanimate objects throughout the backyard. And it was terrifying. I still remember it. So this is a nightmare that I must have had like four, five, six. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I still remember it. Creepy. Yeah. So I grew up in Texas and we had this woods across the street from our house. Haunted. And we lived on a, an old plantation. It was an actually like an old sugar plantation. There was a lake in the back where they would float sugar down. And plantation was called Siena Plantation. And it was the story of this old slave who had worked in the sugar processing plant. And 
one day he got his head chopped off by one of those like giant like sugarcane cut things and then he just roamed around the ghost of sienna joe you could still hear him and he's looking for his head or something yeah exactly he has no head and he's like looking for it oh that's so so it's like a headless apparition that's like floating in the lake this person says season finale i will not accept this what will i do with my life you guys it's coming back don't worry season two is coming back but I'm glad uh, yeah. that people are concerned. It means that people like the show. What if we just died after this? No, don't even. <laughs> don't you even put that into the universe. You know that my greatest fear is death. Are you haunted? Yes. Yeah. Are you planning on taking LGH International, like coming to Great Britain or Cabo San Lucas? Oh, <laughs> I love those two options. <laughs> yeah. yes. I'll go to both. Yeah. Yes, definitely. When, when we say that we will go anywhere that you guys send us to, we mean it. Honestly, maybe we should set our sights for like a haunted trip through Scotland or something. Oh, that would be so fun. Yeah, like if we could raise enough money to do it, that yeah. would be sick. And remember that last episode I was telling you about my ancestor that bored people to death talking and <laughs> prevented that yes. battle? Okay, I, I asked my mom. It's called the Battle of Drum Clog. Drum Clog. Yeah, it's either Drum Clod or Drum Clog, I, but it's one of those two. I love that. Yeah, and that was in Scotland is my point. When's the merch dropping, this person says? Soon. What do you well, guys want? Yeah. Tell us what you guys want. What do you guys think about the Bermuda Triangle? Aliens? Hope you do an episode about it and Flight 19, etc. I would love to do an episode on the Bermuda Triangle because I have read about it before. And what I think it is, is not... The Vrilia. It's what? The Vrilia. The Vrilia. I think it's electromagnetic fields is all I'm going to say right now because I want to do an episode on it at some point. What do you think it is? The Vrilia. The Vrilia. Which, which are aliens, I guess. Yeah. The alien race. Yeah. To Alyssa, does Steve believe in any kind of supernatural stuff slash will he hear about it or does he hate it? He thinks it's so fucking dumb. He might. He must have listened to one because he told me, he was like, you brought up a good point on uh, Let's Get Haunted. Uh, you said that... Uh, sometimes people want to believe in ghosts because mental health is so stigmatized that they don't want to actually believe that maybe it's their mental health that's failing. That was episode two. He did not listen to it. I recited that to him. Oh, he did? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Steve has a very short attention span. And I feel like if you don't drive or do chores, you don't listen to podcasts. Right. And he does neither of those things. It's weird because Steve's like into haunted stuff. He likes to animate like aliens and he likes horror. They did like the woods and stuff like that. Yeah, I think. He likes the idea of it. I think he's just like a skeptic. You will never meet a more quintessential skeptic than Steve, in my opinion. And so he loves that shit and he loves to be scared. And I think he's curious about it. But I don't think he would ever believe in any of it. Mm, until yeah. it happens to him. Until it happens We to have him. to scare the shit out of him. We, I, I need to dress up like uh, Mothman and just, just like <laughs> stand just outside his, out his window. window. Yeah, like scratching that on That would it. honestly be terrifying. <laughs> if I looked outside and I saw Mothman's red eyes... I would shit myself. Hi, Alyssa and Nat. Got some preguntas for you lovely ladies. Number one, how did you guys meet? I love an origin story. Number two, if you guys could have an encounter with any cryptid or paranormal being, who would you pick? Thanks for answering my questions. Love you guys. Patricia May. What kind of encounter? Mm, A sexual encounter? Yeah. Mm. Do you want to feel the delicate, soft hand of the bell witch? grazing against the side of your face no (laughs) no i don't if i could have any encounter it would be like the green briar ghost situation where somebody murdered comes back and tells you what happened so that you can help solve their murder that's a fucking dream to me i would love that fucking i want to fuck with a dead cowboy that's yeah jesse james are you kidding one of those guys that like wrangled the mothman bird out of the sky (laughs) (laughs) yeah tell me about your adventures sir hell yeah (laughs) 
Uh, the first question: How did you guys meet? Um. Well, we were in the same sorority. Uh-huh. Uh, Alyssa won't admit it, but I was like the last person in our... You're supposed to get assigned to a big when you go- join a sorority. Now, I went on like several like little like adventures with these bigs, and then none of them picked me. And then Alyssa kind of like came out of nowhere like a day before we're supposed to have this like ceremony and was like, hey, what's up? Like, do you want to get lunch? Do you want to do this? And so like I knew like, oh, this is going to be my big because she's like, I have to fulfill this like quota of things I'm supposed to do with this person for tomorrow. (laughs) But she won't admit it. So that's kind of how we met. I was like the last little like left. And then Alyssa was definitely knowing Alyssa in college was the last person to like sign up for a little. So like we were both like just like the bottom of the barrel people <laughs> and then we met and we made great friends i wouldn't have had it any other way that we met through our sorority and we were forced into this friendship and now we can't get rid of each other and this is what we're stuck with i'm sure everyone from our sorority is they like don't talk it's so ironic that you and i who are definitely the worst members of our <laughs> sorority like Alyssa taught me oh you don't have to go to chapter because you can actually just like make up the points to go to these other events through other ways Way. There were a lot of shortcuts. Shortcuts. She yeah. knew them all. Look, if you go to enough of the charity things, which were mostly just an excuse to drink anyway, then you can get <laughs> enough points to be able to go to all the events. Then you're friends forever. Yeah. Yeah. This person says, I want to hear what Allie's top three Nat episodes are and what Nat's top three Allie episodes are from season one. Top three Natalia episodes are probably. Wait, what are they? What are all the episodes we've done? Okay, we've got episode one. Dyatlov Pass. Episode 2, Elisa Lamb. Episode 3, The Abduction of Travis Walton. Episode 4, Lost Dutchman's Goldmine. <laughs> Episode 5, The Setagaya Family Murders. Episode 6, The Exorcism of Annalise McKell. Oh, I hated that one. Episode 7, The Phantom Cosmonaut Conspiracy. Episode 8, Staircase in the Woods Phenomenon. Oh, that oh, one. That one. Episode 8.5, Listener Stories Number 1. Episode 9, Doppelgangers. Episode 10, The Salem Witch Trials. Episode 11, The Lost Lighthouse Keepers of Island Moor. Episode 12, MK Ultra. Episode 13, Haunted Ohio University. Episode 14, Area 51. Episode 15, The Haunted House of Black Forest. Episode 15. Wait, what one was that? That was the one. Oh, yeah, with the the dude. And the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Episode 15 and a half, Listener Stories Number 2. Episode 16, Necromancy and Willow's Weep. Episode 17, The Jameson Family Disappearance. Episode 18, Nazis in Antarctica. That's probably my favorite one. Yeah. It's the stupidest one. Well, because I'd never heard it before. Yeah. Episode 19, The Men in Black. Episode 20, The Portal to Hell. Episode 21, The Haunted History of Halloween. Episode 22, The Watcher. Episode 23, The Greenbrier Ghost. Episode 24, Angela Sanford, The MySpace Witch. Episode 25, The Bell Witch. Wow, we've done a great, that's a great little situation. I I think my favorite, because I have to say top three of yours, I think my top three of yours are going to be, it's going to be Nazis in Antarctica is probably my number one, because I had never heard that before. I thought it was so interesting. Um, Then I think probably Elisa Lamb was really good, because I'd only casually ever heard that story. Third is probably going to be... Necromancy scared me too much. Probably number three is going to be like Salem Witch Trials. I'd casually heard of, obviously, like you learn about that stuff in school, but going into it like on a more deep level gave me a good basis of knowledge for all the future witch stories that we told each other. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, Salem witch trials I hated because it was just like it wasn't witches except for Tichuba like, right. being like who like <laughs> may or may not have been a witch. Right. Yeah. Who was just like I'll say whatever these people want me exactly. to say. Exactly. I definitely loved Dyatlov Pass. It was the first one so I had never researched a story before so to me also hearing it from you was like what? Yeah. And then like <laughs> After you start doing this stuff, you kind of like see, you hear about things, you see things, you're like, I'm not going to cover that this time, but I'll get it back around to it. So it was just like, I had never heard of that. And it was such a perfect example of the storytelling. Like you set it up. It was creepy. We didn't know what was going to happen. There were photos. At the end, it's like, what what caused it? We don't know. It was like just a really good... Thank you. It was just a good story that just was a good example of Let's Get Haunted. I really liked the Lighthouse Keepers of Eileen Moore. Yeah, I liked that one too. Because I couldn't figure it out. Me neither. And I liked it. Ohio University was yeah. really good too. That was I liked hearing from your friend Tyler on that episode. Good ones. Yeah. Where did your interest in paranormal or crime start? Do you have a specific case? 9-11 stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 9-11 stuff. We don't talk about it a lot in the U.S. because it is so sad. But if you guys ever want to do some research on some really horrifying stuff that's very well documented with phone calls and photos and interviews, 9-11 is a good start. Yeah. Um, What moment spooked you the most all season? We talked about how I had this weird dream and then I didn't think anything of it until Alyssa texted me and was like, I've had weird nightmares all week. And then I was like, wait, there was an old woman with a long tongue like in my ear. And then Alyssa was like, oh, yeah, it was an old woman. And then Mimi was like. There was maybe a haunting in my house. And then our yeah. friend Amy was like, I felt like there was an old woman. I genuinely was nervous. I was scared. I don't know if you knew this, but I was like, should we just quit the podcast? Because I don't want to feel like that. you. I could tell you were hinting at it. Yeah. But I just I also feel like, though, a lot of the times it's just like I whenever I get myself worked up, mm-hmm. I just need to like fucking take a chill pill and think of things skeptically for a minute. And then I'm fine. I really think a lot of the stuff we talk about is like the importance that you put into it is how you're going to feel about it, right? So like a lot of the stories I do genuinely believe, but if I think about it too much, that's when it starts like haunting me in the form of nightmares and stuff. Whereas if I just like stop for a minute and think like whether or not this is true, does this affect me? No. Okay, then I can have fun with it again. Um, Best way to find an alien. Uh... Go to space. Best way to find an alien. Work for the CIA. Yeah, work for the CIA. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Get a work up in the ranks. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys find these stories? I've never heard half of them and I love scary stories. I mean, I talked about it a little bit on the Greenbrier Ghost episode where for that one, I literally was looking at news articles for um, stuff that had occurred around Halloween. And then that's how I found it. Somebody had rehashed an article from like a historic file that they had read and like was writing about it and so that's how I found that one but a lot of stuff genuinely just comes from being interested in like creepy stuff yeah it'll happen like this you're reading a story for example the mothman thing and then it'll be like the people think that it came from this legend and then you'll start reading that legend and then it'll be like well what's that who are these people and then like you find out a whole new culture of different whatever it is and I think it's just kind of like one thing leads to another I guarantee if you're interested in aliens and you go on to an alien like subreddit or find like an alien chat room somewhere you're gonna find all kinds of of other like cryptid scary paranormal weird stuff yeah exactly yeah i definitely agree with you it's like you start reading one article on mysteriousuniverse.org and then it's like links you to another thing or like you're on wikipedia and then it you know you click on a hyperlink for something and you just keep reading and reading and then eventually you're down this rabbit hole so far and you've got like 12 stories that you're ready to tell and also from you guys too yeah you guys have some good suggestions which story do you 100% believe from season one well do y'all love pass happened yeah that one for sure happened Eliza Lamb happened. Yeah. 
a lot of these are like things that have happened. It's just like wondering, I guess, what caused it. Yeah. Do you believe the Lost Dutchman's treasure exists? Yeah. I think for sure that there were people in the fucking Wild West that hid their gold. Like there's documented cases of people hiding their gold and never being able to find it again. So it's, I guess it's just a question of did somebody find it, dig it up, and that's why you haven't been able to find it? Or is it because there's some sort of curse associated with the land or whatever? But yeah, I definitely believe that some dude in the Wild West like hid a bunch of gold and then died. Golg. Golg. Yeah. (laughs) Nat, please. Please. (laughs) Please, Golg. Would you want to be a ghost or not? I've thought about that before. I am very terrified of ceasing to exist. So if my only options are becoming a ghost or ceasing to exist, I would like to become a ghost. Um, But if I have other options, like, for example, reincarnation, I would much rather fucking be reincarnated. than Or if there's like an afterlife or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather go to that. I mean, I think being a ghost is never good i don't know i feel like they're never happy so if the way that me becoming a ghost means like there has to be some traumatic thing to happen then no unless you believe in guardian angels because those are positive forces right oh yeah yeah i'll be guardian angel who wants to be guarded by my angel last question would you rather be able to prove ghosts or aliens aliens I'd rather be able to prove aliens. I asked these. Wow, I asked these hard-hitting questions. Yeah. I would rather... Yeah, I'd rather be able to prove aliens. I'd rather be able to prove aliens because it, like, leads to more. If we prove ghosts, it's just like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if we prove there's aliens, that just, like, opens up the human network of us banding together and, like, creating this awesome technology so we can go find out other shit. Yeah, and, like, being able to move across the solar system would also be really tight like if our earth is ending maybe we can be refugees on someone else's planet did you hear in 2024 they are putting a colony on the moon i thought it was mars moon oh moon hell yeah mars was the ultimate yeah i guess but mars kind of sucks because mars is like negative 200 degrees yeah it's something it's really completely unlivable Yeah. yeah i mean i guess that's the whole point of space is that it's uninhabitable by us so far yeah so whatever alien is out there has to be a different kind of organism to us to be able to survive in such an environment but they were saying that living on mars it's better for us to live in like it's 200 below zero we can like invent clothes and stuff to wear right but if it's 200 degrees fahrenheit like no one no one can survive you're just burned up yeah exactly yeah and that makes sense which story from season one brought you the most joy Instead of the most cursed feelings. Lost Dutchman's mind. Lost Dutchman's Yeah, that was a It's good just one. like this feeling of hope. <laughs> Anything having to do with treasure. It's just a nice idea that there are things on this earth that are full of wonder that we haven't discovered yet. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Natalia, do you want to do the BRB? Merry fucking Christmas, everybody. BRB, going to go test Santa for ghost vibes or alien vibes? Bye. Bye.